know the show Home Improvement where they had Mr. Wilson on the other side of the fence? I feel like you need one of those. And every time you're about to touch your PC, he just right. goes, don't do it, Paul. Don't do it. I This was... I thought Brad's referring to the fact that I reset this computer over the weekend. Um, this was long overdue. I was having serious um, performance issues. Like I would click on something and it one, two, and then it would appear that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, this is the machine I used to record that hands on windows show. And it kind of has to work, you know, anyway, it's, I, I let it go longer than I should have. So I was pretty excited by how well it went, Brad, until this morning. When I, uh, I, I actually, pro- his look at me, I proactively thought I reset this computer. I should look at Teams before we connect. And uh, my microphone is not being seen by the system. So, nice. Hmm. Yeah. Well, one thing that should be seen is the message from today's sponsor. Is your Active Directory vulnerable to cyber attacks? Active Directory is the number one attack vector involved in nine out of 10 attacks. Because of legacy Active Directory misconfigurations, it is a prime target for cyber criminals. To find and fix AD security vulnerabilities, you need Purple Knight, a free community Active Directory vulnerability assessment tool that is used by thousands of organizations to scan for indicators of exposure and compromise. Purple Knight provides a vulnerability assessment report and prioritizes recommendation guidance so you can quickly find and fix legacy misconfigurations that leave your core identity system open to attackers. You can also use Purple Knight to scan for vulnerabilities in Azure Active Directory, which is notoriously tricky to secure. Stop worrying about security gaps and download Purple Knight today to find out where the problem is and how to fix it. You can find links to Purple Knight in the description of this podcast. Yep, yep, yep. So, Paul, I have a question for you. Uh, this yeah. computer is doing the, the infamous Surface uh, snake noise, right? I'm not making this up. I, well, maybe I can drag it up here so other people can see that I'm not truly, in fact, lying. So if you look here, Paul Threat, you won't be able to see it. Uh, Edge says it's doing a, a, an efficient process, noted by the green leaf, is taking up 50% of the CPU. Wow. Um, why? <laughs> yeah, do you have some kind of a multi-tab thing going? Is no, I, I, have, I have one browser open. Just one. And I have the following tabs opened. I have Google. I have Throt.com. And then there's this blue, because it auto-groups my stuff and I can't get it to stop doing that. Uh, another one that has just a random Bing search in it. And, um, yeah. We're just... Well, AI is not going to pay for itself, Brad. Maybe you're uh, yeah sending some gigawatts over to Microsoft. I'm, I'm definitely sucking down from the grid. That is... Like, it's just not, what if I kill Edge? Does that right. do it? Edge is like the opposite of a solar panel. Oh, Edge is, I don't think, running and somehow still using 23%. Mm-hmm. So maybe this is the issue. It's actually hung in the background somewhere. It's it's doing a thing. That is that is for sure. Happy Monday, Paul Therat. It is. It's Monday. Right? Okay, so. Yeah. Let me open the tabs back up that I just had to close because I'm trying to figure <laughs> Trying to figure out what the hell there's even going on this week. You should reset your computer. It always works out great. Well, at least Google has sold. And we have, I already know where this conversation is going to go. This is an impressive number for most most thing most things in the world. Google has sold 40 million Pixel smartphones. That's, that's seven years. That that's the thing. Like that's a note. Like 40 million of anything is a lot. And then you're yeah. like, oh yeah, Apple does that every quarter. 
I had forgotten this, but there was information. We got even more information about this a year ago. The IDC actually broke it down by Pixel models over the years, mm -hmm. which one had sold the best. And I believe the high point is still the Pixel 3 line, uh, if you can believe that. But anyway, they went downhill and I are starting back. But, but here's a little, aside from the obvious, um, Apple and Samsung sell well over 200 million a year. I mean, it's, that's going down because of the smartphone market, but still, uh, 2021, uh, Samsung sold 272 million phones just in that year. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, you know, that's insane, but here's, here's one for the Microsoft fans in the audience that will make you, uh, cringe and regret a little bit. In 2014, Nokia shipped a record. 34.9 million Windows phones and this was the year before they canceled that product. Hmm. Microsoft did. Um, in one year, 34. So that, that failing product line 10 years ago almost was going gangbusters compared to how Pixel's going today. That kind of, to me, is what However, really puts it in perspective. Yeah. However, the, the mm -hmm. devil is in the detail here that uh, more than 40 million phones use Android. Yeah, that's true. But very few of those people have any idea of how good Android can be, which sure. is kind of the problem, right? Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things that would get people to switch to an iPhone would be just the general crappiness of the phone that they're already using, right? And mm -hmm. not that Pixels don't have problems. I mean, yeah. I want to be super clear about that, but... I mean, you watched that Pixel event. You looked at all the software coming down the road here, and it's there's some pretty cool stuff going mm -hmm. on there. And um, not that many people know about it. Yeah. No, that that is fair. Uh, the other really yeah. in interesting thing from late last week, maybe it was over the weekend or whenever it was, is uh, Intel apparently, one of their executives, in the previous month just kind of said, hey, next year's going to be great for Windows with that nice refresh that's coming. And uh, that one kind of slipped by, but it really... There's another headline mm -hmm. that I want to point out too from the information, the, mm -hmm. the, not the information, but the information.com uh, publication. No, I, that's how I took it. Yeah. 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 Uh, they also said that expecting, I think it's next month. I can't remember if it's next month or later this month. Uh, Microsoft's expected to debut its own AI chip. Yeah, but is that for the data center or for however, PCs? However, I think we need to kind of put these things together in some capacity that Microsoft is very clearly working on their own AI chip. There's a new version of Windows coming. They're doing all this AI stuff. Now, the version, the chip that they may unveil may not be for um, the desktop. However, it all kind of overlaps it, in it, various it, ways. That's true. Uh, Microsoft, like any company doing this stuff, is desperate to reduce the cost of this stuff. Um, I went to an HP event it feels like a million years ago. I guess it was Thursday, like mm. just a few days ago. And um, they were talking about, um, I, in fact, to my knowledge, this is the most explicit acknowledgement from a PC maker that AI is happening in this year and um, this coming year. It's going to be huge and it's going to be the biggest change to the PC since um, the Internet. And um, which is kind of what Microsoft has sort of been saying, right? And uh, this is going to transform the PC, right? And in the, in the way that, like, um, you know, the Internet transformed PCs by making them just always have connectivity uh, equipment in them, which was kind of an add-on in the past. Or uh, just more powerful PCs a million years ago uh, were what enabled the GUI in Windows to make sense, right? That you needed the horsepower to run that stuff. And um, and that happened. Like, that became just what PCs are all about graphics, you know? 
So, yeah, I mean, I whether mm-hmm. this resonates with consumers is the thing, and I, we keep looking for signs. I wanted that Microsoft event to be a list of reasons why you're going to want this stuff, and they didn't really deliver that, did they? Yeah, and I, here's you kind of kind of put into into context too that the the OEMs really want AI to be the next holy grail because then they get to mm-hmm. resell a whole bunch of hardware. But to your point, we haven't found that. What's the scenario that's the killer? Yeah, it's not Windows Studio Effects. I can tell you that. No. So I think. The, the problem is you could list out a bunch, a hundred Microsoft 365 Copilot features that are coming down the pike, whatever. People could look at them and say, yep, this is going to be useful stuff. And then how much of that is actually going to require an MPU on your computer? Those that do, could you get off with a good graphics card or is it just a little bit faster? And and then is it any compelling, is, is all of that compelling enough to say, oh, and you need a new computer? It's a, here, it's a, here's the other thing that hasn't come into the conversation yet. Mm-hmm. As denoted by what Edge was just doing to my machine in the background, uh, yeah. I can't imagine that these AI chips are going to reduce the power consumption of these laptops when you're running these scenarios, right? I, uh, yes, 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 yes. Like, you're not uh, gonna, like, to me, what would right. have been an awesome scenario <laughs> is like, hey, we've introduced AI. It's now more efficiently manages your PC. You can now go a week without having to plug in. That's not what so, we're getting. Not even close. Right. I, there was a push in the early 2000s toward hardware accelerated graphics, remember? Yep. And um, we got to the point where Intel integrated graphics have that capacity to, to deliver what was the Aero interface and do all those things. And then we very much went back to kind of a flat, you know, non, I'm not sure that the current interface uh, cares if you have, integra- you know, if you have hardware accelerated graphics or not. So anyway, I is... The, the point behind offloading stuff from the CPU to the GPU, I think that math applies to the AI chips, but those chips will have to be efficient as well. I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I mean, how, I mean, or if they are, right? Until we, we know. won't know until we know sort of thing. But yeah, yeah that's another. But I think that's part of the equation. And and maybe the deal there is like, you know, you I upgraded to Windows 12 and now my computer runs like crap. All right, I get really bad battery life, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you're doing all the stuff off the CPU. Like, you need a new computer that's going to fix the problem. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think we're ever going to see, like, a USB-C thing that does this? Or, you know, is that... Yeah. I guess it would have to be Thunderbolt. Is that even fast enough? I don't know. It is for graphics, right? I mean, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know. Something to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how my own computer works now. How am I going to figure this out? 